0: Fundamental Belief number 18. Promises to Abraham. Summary. God's fulfillment of His promises to Abraham, a man called the father of the faithful, represents God's enduring faithfulness and provides important keys to understanding biblical prophecy. As promised, God multiplied Abraham's descendants so that Abraham literally became the father of many nations. God materially prospered His descendants Isaac, Jacob, also called Israel, and Jacob's 12 sons, who were the progenitors of the 12 tribes of ancient Israel. Descendants of these peoples continue as prominent nations today, particularly the descendants of Ephraim and Manasseh, because they have inherited the physical blessings of Abraham. In addition to the physical blessings promised Abraham, another promise was made by God to this patriarch. A promise of salvation through his seed, Jesus Christ, which all people, regardless of their physical lineage, may receive. All who respond to God's calling belong to Christ and are considered Abraham's seed. Understanding these promises made to Abraham provides a more accurate understanding of the world today and the messages of the prophets. Now the details. One of the central themes of the Bible is that God keeps His promises. This can be clearly seen in God's faithfulness to the promises He made to Abraham and his descendants. God will fulfill His purpose and keep His promises—promises that ultimately will benefit not only Abraham and his seed, but all of mankind. Because of Abraham's faithfulness, God promised to bless His descendants both physically and spiritually. These blessings benefit all of mankind and include the greatest blessing of all, salvation and eternal life through the Savior, Jesus Christ. God's faithfulness to His promises confirms His mercy, greatness, and sovereignty. God appeared to Abraham and promised that many blessings and mercies would flow to and through His descendants. This was physically impossible, since Abraham and Sarah were aged and childless so it required a miraculous fulfillment. This taught Abraham and Sarah an important lesson we still need to learn today, to rely on God in faith to fulfill His promises in the way He sees fit. This set a pattern. Abraham and Sarah and their descendants would need to wait on God in faith to do things that they were powerless to do themselves. Abraham is called the father of all those who believe. The promises were both physical, involving prosperity, security, and national power, and spiritual, eternal salvation. Here's a summary of these promises. Physical blessings. Abraham's descendants would receive God's great material benefits, specifically to have large populations, to be multiple nations and have multiple dynasties, to be one great nation and a great company of nations, to have abundant prosperity, to be a conduit of God's blessing to all other peoples on earth, to have an unending royal line through David, to possess the gates of their enemies, control of trade routes and strategic military passages, to have protection, success, and intervention in military engagements with their enemies, spiritual blessings. The greatest blessing of all would be a descendant of Abraham who would come as the Christ. The Messiah or Anointed One. He would be God in the flesh, a descendant of Judah, a descendant of the house of David, the Savior of the world, Abraham's seed, and the one who makes it possible for people of all nations to become sons of Abraham spiritually, the one who will ultimately rule the world in righteousness and peace. These promises were and will be fulfilled through Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Many of the national and physical blessings recorded in the Scriptures above can be summarized as follows. Beginning with a childless couple, God would fill the earth with uncounted numbers of the offspring of Abraham. First, there was the miracle baby, Isaac, through whom the promises would carry forward. Then, twin boys were born to Isaac, but the promises of national greatness would flow through the second-born son, Jacob, instead of the first, Esau. Jacob, whose name was changed to Israel, fathered twelve sons. The chief portion of the blessings would be given to Joseph and then divided between his two sons, Ephraim and Manasseh. Ephraim would become multiple nations, a company of nations, and Manasseh would become a great single nation. We believe these promises have been fulfilled through Britain and the Commonwealth, Ephraim, and the United States of America. Manasseh. Joseph's descendants have been the greatest beneficiaries of these physical blessings. But these blessings were not given because of any kind of superiority of these people, but because of God's faithfulness to the promises He made to Abraham. In fact, for much of their history, the descendants of Israel have misused their blessings and have had to be punished. Many prophecies show that the descendants of Israel in the end time will also face punishment for their sins and misuse of God's blessings. It was prophesied that the Savior would descend from Jacob's son Judah. The scepter shall not depart from Judah, nor a lawgiver from between his feet, until Shiloh comes, and to him shall be the obedience of the people. This prophecy of Shiloh found its fulfillment in Jesus Christ, a physical descendant of Judah and David. Jesus Christ has made it possible for all people who believe, no matter what nation they are from, to receive eternal life. He is the seed of Abraham through whom salvation is offered to the peoples of all nations. Paul described it this way, For you are all sons of God through faith in Christ Jesus. For as many of you as were baptized into Christ have put on Christ. There is neither Jew nor Greek, there is neither slave nor free, there is neither male nor female, for you are all one in Christ Jesus. And if you are Christ, then you are Abraham's seed, and heirs according to the promise. To learn more about this topic, download our free booklet, The United States, Britain, and the Commonwealth in Prophecy. Thanks for listening. For the next chapter of this booklet, continue with episode 19 of The Fundamental Beliefs of the Church of God, a Worldwide Association.